Hello, and welcome to Meet the Maliks. I'm Matt. And I'm Ellie. And we're so excited to be back with you guys. We had a little break over the Christmas time. Yes. Over the holidays. holidays. It's so just been, busy. It has been nuts. Yeah. It's just, uh, we've we've had a hard time finding a day to do a podcast. We've wanted to do one for a few weeks, and we just, yeah, you know, one thing or another just kept coming up, and we just weren't able to do it. But we're back, yes. and we're here, and we're going to try to be doing this at least every other week. So, um, yeah, we might switch from every week to every other and see how that goes. Yeah. So anyway, let um, us know what you think about that. Part of the reason is, and this is no guilt trip to any of our listeners out there, but part of the reason is we don't really know who's listening and we, and we just, and if you could send us a message or if some, that would be amazing just to, just to encourage us and let us know that this actually means something to you. That'd be awesome. That would be amazing. Um, so uh, let us know. Uh, we'll put a link in the show you know, notes. Put a link in the show notes for that, so that you can just contact us. You know, chances are you're a friend of ours on Facebook. Just send us a message. Yeah. Um. Just let us know. That would be great. And it doesn't have to be like, I wish you talk about this. Say, hey, we enjoy listening to you. Yeah. And hearing your voice every week. Yeah. For some reason, you're comforting and calm, Matt. <laughs> I'm kidding. So anyway, honey, what has been going, how has your, I guess I, I would say week, but how's your month been? Well, <clears throat> Christmas break flew by. Yeah. Leading up to it, I was so excited for the kids to have some time off and we could all be together, but it ended up that I worked quite a bit. I mean, mm-hmm. I only work part time, but it felt like a lot. And I don't know. I kind of regret maybe not taking off a day or two of like vacation. I mean, I did take one day. What happened was I worked Christmas Day at the hospital and then I took the next day off and that was our Christmas, so to speak. And then I worked two other days that week and then we drove um, out of town for a like a second Christmas with a um, members of our uh, one of our families. So, yeah, I um. I just didn't feel like I had like those lazy days at home with the kids that mm-hmm. I was looking forward to. Yeah. So I don't know. I wish I had taken some time, more time off, but you know, you only have so many hours of PTO is what they call it at Pay the hospital. Pay time off. And so I don't, I'm like scared to waste them. I don't know. Like yeah. sick days. They're, it's all in one. So. Yeah. Because if you take them all during Christmas and if you're no, if you don't watch it, you don't if have you're any like for sick your summer or break something. or something. Yeah. Yeah. So I just, and I don't know exactly how many I get for the year because I'm hourly, so I earn hours as I go. Yeah. And I'm I called HR one time and tried to like ask them about it, and they had it was like this big algorithm or something confusing, and it was um, just not very obvious. Let's so type this in, and I know it's not like I can budget my yeah. vacation time, and then I'm always like nervous that you know I might need a sick day or something. So yeah. I don't know, but anyways, it was um, a busy Christmas break, but. Um, it was good overall. We, what was your favorite thing about Christmas break? My favorite thing about Christmas break, I guess would be, um, not having me home telling you what to do. No, I missed you when you were gone. Um, I, I, to be honest with you, I, I did enjoy the day after Christmas as our Christmas day, but I kind of missed doing it on the Christmas day. There's something about that day. Did it make like a difference to you? Not really, but I think the boys were a little bit bummed about it. Yeah. And um It was more depressing to be at work than I thought it would be. I thought it would just be like, Oh well, who cares? Yeah, you it's thought it'd be day. easy, but then it ended up being really busy. It was and busy and it was just kinda I don't know, it was kinda depressing yeah. a little bit. But got through it. 
So. Yep. And then we got we had some sickness hit our family. Yeah, I've been sick for a couple of weeks. I don't know if you can hear it in my voice, but um, I've just had like congestion and mm-hmm. all of that, and I don't think I ever had a fever, but it felt like I did. And the boys have been sick on and off too. Yeah. And then I had a bunch of cold sores in my mouth. That is rough. <laughs> I hate those suckers. Especially They okay. can make your whole body feel sick. Okay, here's almost. the thing. I got one on the bottom lip lip to the left and one on top lip to the right. And so, so you didn't I have a side to eat on. Yeah, I had no side to eat on. And then I had to preach right after they hit. And so here I am preaching on Sunday morning with two cold sores oh, that man. hurt every time I talk. Did you put the numbing stuff on them? I tried, but that stuff just doesn't last very long. Yeah, and so it wore off, didn't it? It wore off pretty quickly. And But it, nobody could tell I had cold sores when I was preaching, which is nice. No, I think you did great. And so, but I was like, I'm finally getting past that. And it's just, it's been a rough couple of weeks, a rough couple of months. And f- it's been fun. It's just been busy. Mm-hmm. You know, we've had Christmas parties. We've had... The New Year's Day, which was fun. New Year's Eve was fun. Just watching Braden stay up and watch the the changing of the of the year. Yeah. And, and he was all excited about it. He's like, Dad, can I stay up to one? I want to see what one o'clock looks like. I'm like, <laughs> You're like no, son, um, one o'clock looks no different than ni- the midnight. <laughs> <laughs> There's no difference whatsoever. And so. Well, you went driving New Year's Eve. I did. And I didn't want him staying up while I was out driving yeah. around. So. um Made some made some decent cash on New Year's Eve night. I'm just so. glad you didn't run into any like inebriated drivers yeah. on the road or someone, you know, got sick in the car. Or well, I pray for someone myself. Someone tried to punch you or something. I, I don't. Want, yeah, I I'm just God, glad you were okay. I ask God for His protection over my car every time I go. That's and good. I keep my eyes peeled, and mm-hmm. usually there's not a lot of people out, so you can kind of see them coming. So, you know. Well, so. I mean, which I haven't really seen a lot of drunk drivers. I've seen a lot of people pulled over. By the cops, but I haven't seen them. Well, I'm just glad you're safe and that it was. I actually enjoyed myself being having some alone time that night. I don't know what it was about that night, but I just enjoyed kind of vegging and yeah, doing my own thing. So, so what are some things you want to see happen in the new year? I know the new year for everybody. You come around. You there's the joke that new year's the day after new year's day on the second the gyms are all full and and they kind of are they kind of are for a week or a month and then they die yeah. down everybody buys a year membership i've on, heard it even lasts for like two three months yeah <clears throat> and then it dies down slowly slowly and then all of a sudden nobody's going to the, not as many people going to the gym anymore and, and so you know new year's resolutions is kind of a sort of like a inside joke for most people but you know i think some people really take their take that kind of stuff seriously what are some things that you want to see different in your life in this new year um i'm just wanting um to continue in my path as far as god showing me his love for me yeah it's been um i think on the podcast before that i have a hard time believing that god really truly loves me um and this last year i feel like i made a big steps forward i mean he made the steps you know and i um felt like things really moved in that direction so i'm wanting to continue with that and um what about you anything um for 2018 i'm trying to and i'm making a concerted effort to journal more during journal Mm -hmm. every day not just sporadically like i would journal last year but it'd be like a journal one day then two months later i'd journal again and 
I'm trying to get a running journal going on my computer. On yeah. The, on my How does journaling help you? It just helps me to um, get just like if, if I'm being, if something's bothering me, I can just write it down and sort of think it through that way and just sort of get it out. It's like another way to vent. But also if God's speaking to me in the, in the, when I'm reading the word or something, I can write it out. And then sometimes he'll give me, I, I've noticed even the last few times I've journaled, I'll start writing something and then all of a sudden, like I'll get revelation as I'm writing. So you feel so, like God kind of uses it to speak to you? Yeah. Uses it to speak to me a little bit. And so I'm doing that, you know, also I did do the workout thing, I, but I started early. I started mid-December um, working out more regularly. And so I got a little head start on that. But uh, one thing that God's really challenged me on this new year, and um, this w- this actually came from my first day journaling, was about how the shortness, of, how, how short life really is. I think I was sort of, I know I'm only, I'm 38, which for some people... That's old for some people. That's really young, um, and uh, but I feel like life has just moved super fast. It feels like the other just the other day that we were seeing Y two K. We were telling the teenagers about that, and last they're like, Wednesday. "What? What was going?" Because half our kids weren't even born. Half I know, and they're like, "What then. are you talking about? Y two K?" And we're trying to explain. They thought it. They thought it was a joke. I'm like, "No, seriously, no, this seriously, was a serious we thought thing. the computers were going to explode. <laughs> we were seriously worried that the world was going to come to an end in 1999. Yeah, and we, people were like stocking up on water and food. Yeah, and we thought we were going to lose electricity. We were going to we lose. The apocalypse was coming. Yeah, it was going to be nuts. But then nothing happened. It, it passed with a whimper. But I remember that. I remember when we first got married. I'm. We've been married for almost eighteen years, seventeen years, eighteen years in July, and it, it just it's flown by. And I'm thirty eight years old, and I'm I'm not trying to be morbid, but you know, I'm a, I'm a little less than halfway through my life if I live to be a normal age of a of an American male. Right. You know, the average American male lives to be 80 to 90 years old. Right. Um, maybe a little younger than that. But, you know, with, with if I am if I stay healthy, I could live to be 80, 90 years old. No, probably no problem. My, my, but we'll see what happens. I, I can't tell the future. But I started thinking, wow, half my life is over. And it seemed to happen really fast. And so God really started speaking to me about um, how life is too short and that I need to stop wishing for things to change that I, uh, wishing things to change, but not taking time to actually try to change them. Right. And so I, uh, and so I, I thought I, we'd just talk about that a little bit today. Um, you know, just, just look at this subject of life being too short. You know, I don't know what the age of, age of you are that's listening right now, how old you are right now, but you know, we need to look at life and realize that everything we do matters. You know, I think a lot of times we, um, I grew up in the age of video games. You know, I grew up playing video games. I love video games. I still play video games. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I play games like Call of Duty sometimes on my on my Xbox. And, and there, you know, you can quote unquote die and then you get another chance. Right. And so I think sometimes we get this mentality that we have second chances. We're going to have a second chance to do things right if we mess it up now. Or we're going to have a second chance to share Jesus with somebody if we just if we're chicken out now, but we we're not guaranteed a second chance in anything. Right. And um and God's just really dealing with me about that, about how I think even in the back of my mind I've been thinking, well, you know, it's as silly as it sounds. In the next go around, 
Yeah. You know. When I get my do-over. When I get my do-over. But there is no do-over. We're not Buddhists. We don't believe in reincarnation. Right. We, we, uh, we believe we only have one life. Mm-hmm. And, and we're dealt the cards we're dealt. And we got to make the most well, out I of them. Well, I think when you're young, you just think you have all the time in the world. Yeah. And life gets really fast. And before you know it, you're like, whoa, where'd all this time go? And did yeah. I spend it wisely? I'm not sure. And, you know, did I meet the goals that I was hoping to meet? Mm-hmm. And yeah. if not, why not? You know, it's like, are you living your life intentionally? Yeah. I mean, the joke you said at the beginning about, you know, re- New Year's resolutions never coming to pass or whatever. I mean, but do we want that to be like year after year after year our life? Yeah. Our goals never coming to pass. Or do we want to see something actually change and something actually happen yeah. in our life? Yeah. And and so I uh, I was just sort of, I was journaling about this and, and this the uh, story of the Israelites came up in my mind and, and uh, you know, we see it in, in Exodus and Leviticus and Numbers and Deuteronomy and um, how they went, they, they escaped the Egyptians, they went all the way to the promised land, and then they chickened out. And then as a result, God punished them and made them wander in the desert for 40 years for a whole generation to pass before they could enter into their promise. And as I was thinking about, you know, all these things, I felt like the Holy Spirit was just saying, listen, I'm not going to make you wait for yourself to die because you can't die and then come back or whatever. But what? Like for a whole generation of me to pass before oh, if okay. I miss going in. Sorry. As I'm looking into my promised land, I need to be willing to take the risks to go in and not not chicken out like the Israelites. Sorry. Okay. Sorry if I was confusing. There. Okay. I think I was a little confusing. So. The Israelites didn't go in the promised land because... Because they saw the giants. They saw the problems. They were scared. And they got scared. And and, and because of that, they never actually... The the, the, the parents never entered in. It was but their the kids, kids did. The kids did. And I felt like the Holy Spirit said, in a way, you know, I think I've come to the place, maybe at one point in my life, where I'm approaching it, I don't know, but where I've looked and, and I got scared. I got intimidated... Mm-hmm. By, by the change. by change or by the potential of whatever God has for me, and I have and I didn't walk into that, and I felt like He's saying, "Listen, I'm going to bring you back around, or I'm bringing you back around. You got to you got to be bold enough to, to to take the steps that you need to take in your life to enter into your promised land. Mm-hmm. Don't be scared by the giants. Don't be scared by the big things. Don't be scared by the things that seem bigger than you. Whatever it is, I." I you know, I don't have any exact examples, right. but whatever it is. And so I felt like he was sort of getting my heart prepared and saying, listen, you need to be bold enough to take the step that you need to take. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and so I realized that I've I've I'm just being honest and open with my listeners. Yeah. That I, in my life, I've lived a life of excuses. Mm. Like I've made excuses for why. You know, you don't take a risk. I don't take a risk, or I don't reach out to people. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm afraid of being. Re- I'll be rejected. Well, yeah. Who? I mean, who? Who really cares in a way when right. it comes down to it? If right. some stranger rejects you, um, they're not really rejecting you. They're rejecting God, and um, and so I I've allowed excuses in my life to keep me from going entering in the promise that God has for me, and uh, or entering into what He wants me to do now. You mm-hmm. know, in my season now, where I'm at now, 
as a youth pastor at Eagles View Church. So, mm-hmm. um, and then also, you know, life's too short to not confront. Mm-hmm. I was uh, reading in Galatians. Sorry, I'm preaching here a little bit, but I was reading in Galatians, and I read about um, Paul, who um, he went from a somebody to a nobody to a somebody again. He got he was a somebody in the in the in the Jewish community. Yeah. He was persecuting the church. He got saved. He went, he left and he went to Arabia where nobody knew him. And then he came back down and nobody knew him and he got teamed up with Barnabas. He met with Paul and then he ended up confronting Paul. No, sorry, Peter. He ended up confronting Peter. Paul confronted Peter. Okay, I got confused for a second. Sorry. Okay. Paul came back. He met Peter. He confronted Peter. He ended up confronting Peter because Peter was being a hypocrite about how um, Gentiles need to be circumcised. And mm. and um, there's a famous confrontation in Galatians 2, 11 through 21. And in that, in, uh, I felt like the Holy Spirit showed me, he's like, listen, if you see something wrong spiritually, you need to learn to speak out. Because mm-hmm. life's too short to not. Right. Life's too short to grumble and complain in your heart about th- things wrong that you never even had the guts to confront about. Mm-hmm. Um, and so these are just some of the things that God's been challenging me on this for this new year. Yeah. And so I think that's so good. I mean, sometimes I think we let grievances build up in our marriage, you know, and we need to have the guts, I guess, to share them preferably while we're not yelling or in the middle of the argument, you know, more in a calm you know, or we may have a friend that we see going the wrong way mm-hmm. in their life, and we're like, "Well, it's not really my place to say." Well, says who? Mm-hmm. You know, you might be saving them from a lifetime of regrets mm-hmm. because you had had the guts to say something and and the love to say something. Mm-hmm. Um, because you realize life is too short; they don't get a do over. You know, and I might lose my friend through this. You know, hopefully not. Hopefully not, but you never know. Mm-hmm. Stupid decisions can can ruin lives. So yeah. So anyway, it's kind of deep and heavy. It is just a little bit. So happy New Year! Ha- <laughs> <laughs> new Year, new you. New Year, new me. I guess that's what everybody's saying right now. I'm seeing that all over the place, and so mm-hmm. you know, I also noticed that the church was full, like more full on Sunday, and I'm wondering if it's, if that's the gym effect or the right. Uh, um, but you know, we shall see. We shall see, and I, I believe that God's wanting to do something new in our churches, yeah, and in our nation. And so, but for me, I realize that life is too short to make excuses, mm-hmm. to not confront, yeah, and to not do what He's told me to do, mm-hmm. to not be obedient, yeah. And um, so, I just—that's what I want to talk. That's what I felt that's like we awesome. want to talk about today. I think that's great. So it's good. I, uh, I think that might be a good place for us to pray for our listeners. Yeah. So listen, if you're out there and you feel like, and I, I just want you to take a moment and say, God, life's too short. Yeah. Help me to do these things. Yeah. You know, and, uh, start taking the steps, start being bold and brave enough. Yeah. To, take to do step, what he's telling you to do. And if you don't know what he's telling you to do, then you need to spend some more time listening. Yeah. All right. 
Well, Heavenly Father, I thank you for our listeners. I thank you for this time that we shared today. I thank you for uh, this new year. And I pray, Lord God, that you will um, use this new year to change us, Lord God, to to help us make an impact and an influence in our community and our friends' lives, our families' lives. Lord, help us to realize how short life is and that everything we do matters, that every minute matters, every relationship matters. And Lord, I pray, Lord God, that you help us to stop taking things for granted, but to, to see things the way that you see things, Lord God. Help us, Lord God, to have a heart for the lost in this new year. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. If you have any questions or comments or just could give us a little bit of feedback, we would love that. Go to eaglesviewchurch.com slash contact us, and that will come straight to us. If you want to subscribe to our podcast and you haven't yet, go to iTunes and you can click subscribe. Leave us, leave us some feedback. We would love yeah, it. We love it. That would be amazing. And we will see you guys in a couple weeks. Sounds good. Bye, guys. Bye. <laughs>